What are biblical grounds for divorce? A presentation of God Questions Ministries. When discussing what the Bible says about divorce, it is important to keep in mind the words of Malachi 2, verse 16, I hate divorce, says the Lord God. Whatever grounds the Bible possibly gives for divorce, that does not mean God desires a divorce to occur in those instances. Rather than asking, Is such and such a grounds for divorce? Often the question should be, Is such and such grounds for forgiveness, restoration, and or counseling? The Bible gives two clear grounds for divorce. Sexual immorality, Matthew 5, verse 32, and chapter 19, verse 9. And abandonment by an unbeliever, 1 Corinthians 7, verse 15. Even in these two instances, though, divorce is not required or even encouraged. The most that can be said is that sexual immorality and abandonment are grounds and allowance for divorce. Confession, forgiveness, reconciliation, and restoration are always the first steps. Divorce should only be viewed as the last resort. Are there any grounds for divorce beyond what the Bible explicitly says? Perhaps, but we do not presume upon the Word of God. It is very dangerous to go beyond what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 6. The most frequent additional grounds for divorce that people inquire about are spousal abuse, emotional or physical, child abuse, emotional, physical, or sexual, addiction to pornography, drug or alcohol use, crime or imprisonment, and mismanagement of finances, such as through a gambling addiction. None of these can be claimed to be explicit biblical grounds for a divorce. That does not necessarily mean, though, that none of them are grounds for divorce, which God would approve of. For example, we cannot imagine that it would be God's desire for a wife to remain with a husband who physically abuses her and or their children. In such an instance, the wife should definitely separate herself and the children from the abusive husband. However, even in such a situation, a time of separation with a goal of repentance and restoration should be the ideal, not necessarily immediately beginning divorce proceedings. Please understand, by saying that these are not biblical grounds for divorce, we are definitely not saying that a man or woman whose spouse is engaging in such activities should remain in the situation. If there is any risk to self or to the children, separation is a good and appropriate step. Another way to look at this issue is to differentiate between biblical grounds for divorce and biblical grounds for divorce and remarriage. Some interpret the two biblical grounds for divorce as the only grounds for remarriage after a divorce but allow for divorce with no remarriage in other instances. While this is a plausible interpretation, it seems to come too close to presuming upon the Word of God. For more information, please read our articles on divorce and remarriage. In summary, what are the biblical grounds for divorce? The answer is sexual immorality and abandonment. Are there additional grounds for divorce beyond these two? Possibly. Is divorce ever to be treated lightly? or employed as the first recourse? Absolutely not. God is capable of changing and reforming any person. God is capable of healing and renewing any marriage. Divorce should only occur in instances of repeated and unrepentant heinous sin. This has been a presentation of God Questions Ministries, www.godquestions.org.